You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, AfterBuzzers. Bingus for doing, and today... We are doing episode 19, season one, CBS is a Vegas. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today are Bam Erickson, Nick Purdue, and Steve Rizzo. Steve Rizzo's in the house. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Whoop, whoop. I don't know if you guys remember Steve Rizzo, but I think you guys do know, remember Steve Rizzo. You should. <laughs> Stunt guy from uh, Vegas, from the show itself. He is the man. He came back to grace us with his presence, and he has a little... A little laziness going on. Beard going on. No, this is hot though. You know? Vegas is on hiatus, so I'm gonna, you know, just be lazy. Just relax a little <laughs> bit. Let your hair down on your face too. A little bit. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so jumping into this episode, we have a, a Who Done It mm-hmm. again, of course. I mean, that's what, what they do. It's like CSI yeah. 1960. Yeah. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of other things going on that are interesting as well. We'll get to the whodunit, but uh, Yvonne and Dixon have their thing going on there. They do. They're starting yep. to kick their relationship off, and it seems to be the little bit of they're having some tests, you know, in the beginning that's of the That's the first time I think that the show's even touched on something racial like that. I, I mean, was, yeah. yeah, definitely. I haven't seen it. It's the first time. I think they did one episode. Go ahead, ma'am. Well, I was going to say, even before we get into the whole racial thing, it was like last week they had this conversation about what happened in L.A. and it kind of got them closer. It went from that to walking hands in public and just becoming an official couple. I mean, do you guys think that was kind of quick? Yes. I I, I know what you're saying. Because when I watched it, I was like, wow, that that was fast. Because I remember what happened in in L.A. I was like, neat. He went to he went to bat for her and beat right. up the old guy, the old producer, and then but he went to L.A. to see the other girl. So it was kind of then all of a sudden they're holding hands. So yeah, it was a little when I watched it, I went what the what 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 the Stewie TV time <laughs> TV <laughs> time TV you time. Know, so it was probably like two three weeks in between episodes. And well, for me it wasn't that bad, and it's simply because they've had this thing brewing between them, the two of them for Entire quite some season. Yeah, for quite yeah. some time, and it seems to be like it's been for the duration of yeah. their relationship that right. they've known each other they've been friends or whatever yeah and on top of that they kind of went through a situation a traumatic situation together that actually kind of bonded them and made them a little closer especially with that whole barry silver, uh, silver situation yeah. mm-hmm. so that would make somebody kind of bond i guess you well, know the guy and the guy slapped right. her around and then she, <laughs> yeah you know she went to he went I mean, to bat for her to you defend know, her. As as we we see that traumatic situations do bring couples together, they can. As, yeah. as, we, as we saw true. what happened in this episode too. So you know, it breaks and, them apart too. It, it breaks them <laughs> apart, but but also like if it's if it's something that like where they're mutually hurting, you know, over like the same cause, then of course that's going to bring two people together, bring a country together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really you know I I understand it and I and I see it. So it's nice to see them together though. Yeah, they make a cute couple. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see Dixon settle down. Yes, because yeah. they had they because they opened that whole series up with that very first episode with him running out of the married woman's house. Yeah, and we're like, oh, okay, this is the kind of character this guy's going to be. Right. And then all of a sudden, now at the end of the season, he's all settling down with you know with the yeah. cute girl in the office. So, I don't know if I like the. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like the the settled down Dixon. <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to that. I like the the he philandering made, he made Dixon. Cheap, but. Uh, 
I do like where this story is going. So now that Dixon is not the the low young man whore, now he's starting to settle down. And now <laughs> he's man whore. He's, <laughs> I couldn't come up with a, a player. There you go, Rolling okay. Stone. And so <laughs> a player. And so we he goes from the player now to settling down, and mm. not only settling down and having a girlfriend, but this girlfriend is say my line. She's and say your line. She's ambiguously ethnically amb- ambiguous. Yeah. And so now, <laughs> and now not only is he settling with just a girl, he's settling with a girl who is ethnically ambiguous. And so now this opens up a whole can of worms, which yep. now we go into uh, our Friday's episode about her op- opting out of seeing the movie. Her yeah. ethnic ambiguity? But did she, did because when she first mentioned it, did he catch it right away, or he didn't catch it at yeah, all? Yeah, I don't he think he, he did. Yeah, he yeah. didn't catch it right. I don't think he caught it. He caught on until the end, and even at the end, I still think he was a little. He seemed a little confused by. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's. I don't know. Well, because yeah, I don't think he's 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 seen it happen firsthand. You mm-hmm. know, because like his world is a white world essentially. So you know, like a lot of the women that he he talks to or that he messes with yeah. are white women. So. You know, going and dating this ethnically ambiguous woman, you know, especially back in in those times, like he didn't, he hasn't had to had to deal with that. So now he's having to deal with it, and so I think it's like a brand new experience for him. So he's really kind of taking it one step at, at a time, and he's learning as he goes along. I was a little thrown off with the racial tension that they had in this episode because in the beginning, you know, it was kind of like, okay, what is she, you know, she kind of had, maybe she could, you know, be Hispanic, Puerto Rican, or Mm. potentially like, you know, black, but then, She's brown. She's, yeah. Well, her last, her character's last name is Sanchez. Right. So, she's a Latina. She, yeah, I mean, she, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. No, right. I, no, we we dubbed her that from the beginning yeah. because we didn't know what she was or her yeah. character name. She right. was just kind of there. So we're like this ethnically ambiguous girl. So that's why we always that's like a long running joke when it comes to that character. It was but yeah, sh- she is she is Latina. Yeah. We yeah. find out later. It was shocking to me because I've actually I can't recall on TV to see another race outside of the African-American race in the 1950s or 60s be discriminated on television. So mm-hmm. that's why it kind of mm-hmm. threw me off for a little bit because, you know, you only normally see that with... Black ha- folk. Yeah, African-Americans yeah. On, t- on television. back in the Yeah, was, I mean, it was kind of... Uh I don't want to say it was nice. It's kind of re- refreshing. It was, it was, it change, was, change of pace, right? That was, exactly, change of pace is perfect. <laughs> but it's 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 interesting to see and to be made cognizant of the way that you know African Americans weren't the only ones that were being discriminated against yeah. at those times. It was yeah. like. Yeah. Everybody that was of some A kind of ethnic yeah. brown or whatever descent. It yeah. seems so. You know those those uh, those laws weren't just applicable to African Americans at that right. time, and it was actually you know just from an ethnic standpoint to see somebody from another ethnicity that was affected by this. Besides just African Americans, you know this it's been played so yeah. many times as being African American, African American, African American in the sixties, absolutely You're right. Yes. It's, so, you know, it's been so you know, it's been perpetuated. Yep. It did happen, but every you know, others were other affected. other people felt yeah. the felt yeah. the strain with yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So I thought it was I thought it was good CBS writers that they put that in there. Yeah. Shout out to them for yeah. well, you know, it's, Vegas writers. It's 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 nice to you know see the cultural diversity. Yeah. You know, of of the of the hatred I guess, but that's that's weird. That's, that's weird. That's a weird <laughs> way to put it. But you're right. right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, like that's you know like <laughs> it's it's just it's it's weird to have to see hate on both sides. But what we don't want you to do is hate this show. So go on to <laughs> iTunes and definitely rate, comment, and subscribe. Give us five stars. And if you uh, don't have an iTunes account, you know it's free. Go just make an iTunes account. Tell your friends. And be like, hey guys, let's make an iTunes account and subscribe to the um, After Buzz podcast. And subscribe to all your favorite shows that we do here and after bus. And um, we'll read the grid, the best comments and shout you out. Excellent. Yes. Actually, you guys can follow us on Twitter and follow us on YouTube. You can subscribe, subscribe to us on YouTube. on YouTube. 
Uh, and, and if you want to call in, you guys can call us at 256, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, 424-256-1729, 424-256-1729. We got Stuntman for the show, Steve Rizzo in the house right now. If you guys want to call in and ask him any questions, you guys should feel free to do that. I have a message. Jason O'Mara wanted me to say hi to you guys. and Thank <laughs> oh. you so much for supporting the show. Jason, he BJ. really appreciates it. So, what so up? Well, hello, Jason. Jason. Yeah. And, and thank you for uh, being a good actor. <laughs> Thank you for pursuing Sarah Jones every week. <laughs> You're a lucky guy, Big J. Okay. Thanks for the shout outs. <laughs> speaking of. Speaking of. So, her character, I mean, you know, it was interesting to see Mia get held captive. But did you see that? By some man, desperate is, guy. She was just like ice cold, didn't move. I mean, like, it's like, it's like part of her life to have a gun pulled on her. She was just like. Right. Go for it. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wreck your world. Right. You know. She didn't blink an eye. It was. It was great. Yeah. I mean, she's always kind of been that. That almost stoic type of character. But yeah. She, with that gun, she was just didn't move. Didn't blink. Go ahead. Do what you're gonna do. I'm. It's gonna, so composed. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was exactly. just like. But but I think like she she had to do that because like if she broke at that moment, then he would have felt that he had the upper hand. Even True. though he did have the gun, this and that, you know, because he knows who she is. He knows how she acts, and so right. he's like, okay, if I have a gun to her head now, then she may not. You know, like yeah, be as. If that was that guy though, and she didn't move, and I had the gun, I've been like, okay, I quit. Right, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna like, find somebody else to get the money from. Um, but I think that's why he was so nervous though, yeah. because he was like, why isn't she like freaking out? But he was also nervous. He was also nervous because he's not a real crook. Kill, crook yeah, or, that's true. You know, true. Yeah. That's true. And so. You know, I guess you need to practice a couple of times before you get it. <laughs> right? He said practice. He was, dude was desperate. He's looking yeah. for money. I was still trying to figure out the whole company, the clothing company that they had. Was that clear to you guys? Or for me, it was kind of like, okay, he had a, a business with his with his buddy who was posing to be Ned, whatever, Ned Harris. They, were, they weren't supposed and, to really, I, I understood it. They weren't supposed to really know each other, but they they had the same clothes from the same clothing company in Philadelphia. Right. They're partners. So, which they yeah. owned. Right. Right. So that's, why were they hiding? Why were they hiding? Because when he went in to see uh, Detective Byrne, he felt like that they were got, they, the FBI caught up with them and that the government was catching up. And so they were yeah. running from something that wasn't clear to well, me what they were running from. Maybe. Because what I'm thinking is that, that that clothing company was like a front for something else. And that's where they're getting all this money from. Or, like, they bankrupted the company and then... Something you know, shady. Yeah, it was something yeah. to where, and like... The FBI was, was on to him. Yeah. Yeah. So he just thought that, that oh, my God. And the, the fact that he was a, a dealer at the Savoy was another another in to to busting <coughs> Savino. Savino, exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about Byrne since he's come up. You want to say something, Bam? I just, really quick, I was, I was expecting a, a different kind of subtle signal... That that uh, Mia was gonna give to uh, to Lamb when he was mm. at the door, but it was I, it was good though. But but then again, I, I I got so caught up in the moment that I forgot that it was the '60s. Yeah. So that was that's a natural thing. But now, in 2013, you can't do something with your eyes because they would you know the the guy with the gun would obviously kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got so wrapped up that I forgot. Okay, this is the '60s. That's probably a normal thing to just kind of you know kind of wink move your eye a little bit to kind of signal that you know in trouble but i was i was expecting something more well i think it was good that she was we subtle. got a caller if you want to take it oh yeah yeah, yeah most yeah, definitely yeah. all right call you on the line with the vegas after buzz tv after show caller hi yes who's, um they were asking with? a question about the clothing store uh yes and I was, yeah so it was actually those guys, their their shop burned down, and they were actually charged with it. And some of their oh. people had died, so they had skipped bail. Oh, okay. And okay. So, so what was, it, was it like an insurance thing? They, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. They never really got into exactly what had happened, but they were charged with something, and they had actually skipped out on bail. So that's why they were worried about oh, the FBI sense. taking his fingerprints. That got you. Well, that explains a lot. What is, what is your name? VG. VG. Thanks, VG, for that insight. VG. You were tweeting us earlier, right? Did you tweet us earlier about the IMBD? Yes. 
Yes, I did. How are you? We got the we got the uh, the tweets. We got the thank tweets. You, yeah, yeah, thank you for tweeting us and giving us that information. Yeah, I thought you guys would discuss it anyways, but I was like, it was a really good discussion going on on IMDb. So interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I, where did you get that information? Is it just on the on the bail thing? Yeah, because was it was it mentioned? It was in the, in the episode. It was an episode, but did you get it from IMDb or did you just get it from watching? You paid attention. No, I just got it from watching it. I just remember it from the episode. See, you sat in front of the class. We all sat in the back of the class <laughs> in high school. So, you yes, know. I did sit in the front of the But thank you, thank you for, for the uh, she clarification. Was, she was paying attention. I was yeah, getting away. Exactly. I would have been cheating off of your test, me, in school. Exactly. So I appreciate That's you okay. calling it was, in. It was pretty minor, but because it became a question for you guys, I figured I would just answer. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. much. All right. Thank you for calling. So yeah, talking about um, I mean, dang, I, that that really did yeah, you guys catch you that? I didn't. I, I didn't. I, I saw the episode it. twice, and I did not catch that at all. Well, the fact that she mentioned it, I remember them saying something about the company. Yeah, like, and but, but something I about the clothing company. I, but really I didn't catch that. Yeah. All right, VG, thank you. Now I got to go back and watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get on the dark TV and just like, okay. Oh, that, that, oh, they did. I got right my DVR and go frame by frame. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, back, back. Wait, uh. Put the subtitles on and everything. Make sure that okay, okay. Oh, it's a fight right there. I read it. I read it. Uh. Um. Okay. So this guy burned the FBI agent. This guy. He's a piece of work. Okay. Let's get one word to describe burn. Steve Rizzo, go. Doorknob. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Perdue, go. Cunning. Cunning? You're going to use cunning for this guy? I'm going to use cunning for this guy. Okay. Bam Erickson, go. Toupee. I can't. I can't. I. Can't, I just. His. I look at him and and the, yeah. how the, how it's like. You know. He has that uh, that a Marv Albert. Yes. Yeah. Me. It's Tool. This guy is just a complete <laughs> other Tool. I'm sorry, Burn. And he, he tries to have these redeeming qualities yeah. because he wants to get in the sack with with the ADA. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. dude. Like, are you? You can't be more any more obvious than what you're being. He was so mean to that girl. Who, he. You yeah, know he, what? He got. He deserved to get shot. He was so mean to her. <laughs> and it wasn't fatal. She's. No. Just, it's a shoulder clip. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gonna recover. Yeah. He'll be all right. Yeah. He'll be Suck okay. Exactly. But I, I mean, but <laughs> here is the thing. Like, I, I feel like up. about his character though is that he has to be this like this total just just jack and you know and Ass. he you can he, it. he plays it so well you know and so it's like you love to hate this guy yeah and he finds every little thing just yeah. a twist every little word every little you know what I mean go ahead man I'm gonna <laughs> step on the dark side the man is doing no pun his, intended <laughs> he's doing it. <laughs> Go ahead. The man is doing his job. Stop he is. hating. He, he is. That's the like. He is doing his job. And he's, he's doing it well. He's very detail oriented, mm-hmm. and so that's the thing. Like that's what's really getting him to he's, where you know he's finding he's no rock is going to be left unturned. And that's what got him with, shot. With this Thank guy. you. He's overdoing yeah. it. He's overdoing his job. You know those people that are overdo their jobs. Yes. And you're like you're like dude, really? Yeah. I was just Over-sellers. in here. I don't need to show you my tickets. My 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 movie tickets stub again. I was just. <laughs> he just saw I me. just want to go put money in the meter. You know you saw me walk out. Like, well, you know, sometimes people take advantage, and so therefore you just... No, but he's not even doing that. He's on some, some manhunt, and he's trying to you know, impose terror on the town. Mm. And he's doing that also. I think he's doing that as a means of getting, like, imposing this tone with, with Ralph. Yeah. Because Ralph has such a presence in this town, I think yeah. it's important for him to come and be like, the Who FBI is here. the yes. bigger bat? Exactly. That's, that's what it comes exactly. That's exactly you what know. he's doing. So, so he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's pulling it out. And, and if he, hey, look, if he's got, if he got digs for, uh, for the, the, um, um, oh man, ADA. Yes, Catherine. He's gonna. He's blowing it because she completely turned off him. That's why he was trying to explain himself at the end. If you know if I'm, what I'm doing is you know is pushing you away. I, yeah. I apologize. But I think she's turned back on because uh, he took one to the shoulder. No, because he. <laughs> well, no, it's because he was apologizing, and it was how he was apologizing, and he says yeah. none of this matters to me unless you're by my side. And the nobody way- comes at her like that. And Ralph is. He needs to step up, dude. He's gonna. Yeah, he's playing cat and mouse. Yeah, he's, uh, and he's the way playing coy. And the way Catherine smiled, it was like a forgiven. Exactly. It was. It was. It was definitely like yeah. that. It was like that little sweet talk, I guess, yeah. amongst law enforcement. 
<laughs> if I can, a, when I bring all these people down, if you're not by my side, none of this matters. <laughs> She's like, she gives a little, oh my goodness. That was really a funny situation there. But we're going to see what happens. Maybe he's going to invite her to happy hour after his slug gets pulled out of his shoulder. But No, I mean, I, I, I just <laughs> like, like as a necklace. She, right. may, she may visit him in the hospital and then... You know. Speaking of the hospital, let's talk about Tony's dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> the boy who the, kid. Yeah, the accountant. The, poor oh, yeah, the kid. accountant. The poor kid. Oh, Leave now. Yeah. Leave now. It's okay. No, Leave now. <laughs> when your boss is sitting with a jacket over her hand, sitting next to the one of the cops, it was a very awkward situation. <laughs> she said, go more than once. Boy, go get out of there. And she then, said, leave it, on, it at the door. door. Yeah. He couldn't feel the tension when he walked into that room. He really. felt the tension. But he, he chose to ignore it because he was so green and he was so naive. and He deserved no, <laughs> he deserved to die. <laughs> I thought he I, did, I thought he was dead. I thought he you know he reminded me of the kid from uh, Ugly Betty, the one that played the the nephew like <laughs> yeah. growing up. I thought that was him. I was like, is that the kid from Ugly Betty? Like I uh, can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was him. I was like, oh no, I'm totally just gonna bring it in here. It's okay. <laughs> and then she's sitting on the bed with the guy who was like, you know, this is a handsome guy. He's just probably on the bed, your boss on the bed yeah. with the guy. Is, is everything okay? But dude, sure? beating, <laughs> kick rocks, bro. Like, what are you still doing here? Like, I told you to leave it by the door. No, you bring it in anyway. And then he looks around the room, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. what are you What's looking for? On? You look around the room, and then you catch someone in the mirror, right? You know, and yeah. So and he got popped. <laughs> I bet he'll learn to follow instructions. Exactly. Next time. Yeah. Lesson learned. But you know, good. I like the fact that it was. You know, three people where robbery turns into one to two to three. I thought that whole thing was cool, but I thought Tony was just a, a bit young and naive and a little dumb for what he did. Little but, you know, he'll live. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He had good hair, and it was not a wig. <laughs> that, that was real natural. Yeah, it was real natural. Just <laughs> you know, I get out a good head of hair. Anyway, so I like how Ralph had all the FBI agents car towed. You know, that was... I just had to throw that in there because... Well, now, he's showing his, now he's showing the size of his bat. Yeah, exactly. Until you park there, I'm going to tow your car. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Because so, it's almost like there's another chess game being being played now with uh, Ralph and this uh, FBI agent. Yeah, I mean, the, the situation with them is... Well, you know what? Because of what's developing, as we are going to see what's coming up next week and how everything's developing... And I was right. Uh, yes, right. yes. We're going to get to your rightness, Nicholas. <laughs> minute, okay. But but how everything is developing, you can definitely, you know, see that they had to take burn out of the situation in order for what's going to take place to take place the way yeah. it's going to. Anyway, this rancher, now we got dirty ranchers. I like the fact that we got dirty ranchers. Yeah, it's good. Because they have to show, like, you got the good city Both slickers, and you the got the mob, yeah. and you had the good ranchers. They, there's the dark side to the ranchers, too. So, so you got. Yeah, it suddenly seems like they're teaming up against against the one guy from the tumbleweed. And it's like, it's. Yeah. Where did, where, where did that come from? You know, they've been they've been butting heads all season. All of a sudden, now they're teaming up against this guy who's Gainsley. broke. Well, yeah. Well, you know, because cause remember, because Gainsley basically took the tumbleweed from Savino. Because remember, Savino was Him was, Rizzo was were, were tied up. Right. Yeah, and, and so you know, he was okay. Like, how do I get out of this? So I'll give you the tumbleweed. I'll manage it for you. You know, you just collect the money, this right. and that, yada yada yada. Right. You know, and then so being the good business mm. guy that Gainsley is, you know, he took that deal. And now, you know, the tumbleweed's up and running because it was going through con- construction or whatever. So right. it's up and running. And right. there's people there. It's a new hot spot on the block. And, you we know. catch them beating up the guy from the Savoy. Yeah. Bringing over. Some alcohol. Inventory. It's like, dude, like, what are you doing? <laughs> but they later revealed that he's hard up for money. He doesn't have any money. He's yep. lost everything based on that. What was it? The people? minings. The, 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 the minings. Yeah. yeah. That the money incident. was supposed to go. It was, was the families. The, they said he was broke because his lawyer said it at the golf course. Mm-hmm. And he's broke. All the money mm-hmm. that he that he had went to the families of the miners from the mining accident. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, the Catherine said that that money was being financing was financing the tumbleweed. That's why they shut it down. So I, I got mm. I got a little conflicting stories there. So I got yeah, a little confused. I was a little confused about that. Well, because it's the uh, the lawyer wasn't going to tell him everything. 
You think that's what it was? Yeah, like like that's that's why the uh, the lawyer told him. Well, yeah, that's why like he's that's why he's acting this way because you know because you know I feel like the lawyer still has you know some in debt that he has to pay to uh, to uh, what's his name? Gainsley. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gainsley. So the overall where. Yeah. So you, you know, like, like, but what Gainsley was was doing? I mean, yeah, he's, he's shady, you know. And I feel like he's trying to become like a mob boss himself. Well, okay, is he is he really shady, or is he really just not appreciating the mob that's come in and taken over? When you don't to... give money to the families of the mind that were killed See, on your, that's shady. Yeah, a little bit. Oh well, yeah, 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 I get it. It's, uh, okay. it's a little bit. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I guess you know? that's, that's a little shady. That's kind of shady. Yeah. It's almost like he's the, he's almost like he's the kid that wants to fit in in school, and mm-hmm. he's not fitting in, so he's gonna, you know, right. I'm gonna do whatever I got to do, and if you're not gonna fit in now, I'm gonna get angry, you know. Now, one of the things that I wasn't clear on was was Savino the one that put the tip in to come and put the squeeze, yeah, on with the FBI with the whole oh, shutdown of the oh, tumbleweed. tumbleweed. Was that part of mm-hmm. a whole? Yeah, was I, that part I, I of think, a was that part of a plot so he can get them so he can get out, out of there? there. Yeah, could, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it, that's what I felt. That was the tone to me. Like, yeah. okay, Savino set this up so he can try to get rid of these guys, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna get my attorney right on it." Well, he already knows what's going on. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. But right. they weren't clear he about has to, whether he or has not. to show face to Gainsley, like, like we're in this together, you know. But I'm the one who set you up. But they never did show Savino. But, talking to anybody but, and, saying, but, but he, and Burns the one that came over and Burn is busting everybody's balls right now so you don't know whether or not <laughs> is, it, is it really them clamping down or Savino set this up right well maybe you know it, what I mean? was the, it was the uh, lawyer I don't you know because he, he he talked to the uh, lawyer well the lawyers he's already got, the lawyers got him in debt the lawyer's not going to try to do anything yeah no 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 so but but the uh, because now the lawyer's in debt to Savino so right. it could have been the lawyer that went to the ADA and said you know like to that that I got the uh, the notice, so mm, you know that could have been the angle because Savino's not going to go to the ADA. Well, obviously, like, yeah, but he has other resources that he can use to drop a tip. They said they just got a tip when they came. Yeah, it, was a, yeah, not, they it was an anonymous it tip. Yeah, I, right. I got to lean towards Savino, right, for for that same reason. Yeah, I mean, who else? I mean, who else? I mean, we're not seeing anybody else in the picture right now, so. Right. It seems it was, it was probably Savino. That's what I think. Could have been. I mean, well, I guess we're going to... We'll never gonna, know. We'll, you know we'll <laughs> find out. We're going to find out later. We'll find out. Go ahead, Bam. Um, I wanted to bring up some uh, some good points that I've noticed since the show has come back from its, um, from its uh, hiatus. Mm-hmm. Six-week hiatus. I love the the scenery, the color, like everything seems a lot, although it's in the 60s, it just seems a lot more vibrant. Vibrant. Mm. Uh, and then I noticed how when they were at the golf course, you could see the you could see the golf course and then you could see in the and back you know, how lights. there was the the lights and the the Vegas strip. I thought that was really cool. And then something that I noticed, did you guys notice on the outside during the strip there was a hotel or, or something called Dice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't notice that. It reminded me of it reminded me of McDonald's. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It reminded, it reminded me of McDonald's because it almost kind of like had the arch. Gambling for fries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fries and burgers. I think that's an actual. I think that's an actual set. Uh, a casino on the set, if I'm not mistaken, I have to go look through, through some of my pictures. Really? Yeah, it's an. I think I think it's an actual. It's next to the tumbleweed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. It's next to the tumbleweed. Yeah, interesting. That would be kind of tight. Show up. On but yeah, I just I, I like all gamble. the I like all the new changes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, it it well like they've you know from from the intro like they've they've done a lot of different different changes. So the intro is nice. Okay. Yeah. One other observation I notice about change. Have you guys noticed how Dennis Quay uses both his left and his right hand when he shoots the gun? <laughs> I never I, noticed. I, I never really? Noticed. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's normally he he is he's left-handed. Yeah, he is left-handed. Uh, he's left-handed, but during the murder scene, uh, when he went to rescue his brother, the gun was in his right hand. And then in next week's preview, he's back to using the gun in his left hand. I'm quirky. never noticed yeah. that. Wow. Never wow. noticed that. Mm-hmm. Ambidextrous. Yeah. There you go. That's a pretty talented guy. There. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think he plays the guitar too, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He, he's in we, at the rap party, his band uh, played. We had the rap party um, in the Savoy, 
actually. Really? Yeah, it was wow. awesome. And they gave us chips when you walk in for you know to play because they had dealers and stuff. It was all pretend. And uh, so we were. You could play craps. You could play. I was playing craps with Taylor Hanley for like I don't know half an hour, forty five uh-huh. minutes. He was giving me lessons. And uh, you, you know, never you, played craps before. I'd never played craps before. And he's telling me where to put everything and stuff. And I was like, oh okay. I'm throwing the dice. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Where's the blackjack table? <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Dennis's band was there. Yeah, and uh, they cool. played. They played throughout the evening. And. Um, Chickless has a band also, and he got up and he played because he's a drummer. Oh, so that's he right, he does. He got up, band. And he he wailed on the drums, and he sang a couple songs with Dennis, and yeah, it was probably, it was kind of cool. Yeah, do you have uh, pictures to be a fly on that wall. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Right? <laughs> how big is this Savoy? Like the Savoy looks like it's pretty big. So give us what is the like, Savoy? Like the set, set? Yeah. yeah, what does the, the set look like? Savoy is actually a soundstage mm-hmm. that they built. You, you can actually walk from the back of the Savoy and out into the valet area right down Fremont Street. It's like one big giant set. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it looks bigger on TV than it is. When you go in and, and if you walk in, there's, there's curtains on, on, you know, on the sides of the soundstage and stuff that, and mirrors. There's, if you look real close during the show, there's mirrors around the outside to make it look bigger than it actually is. But uh, it's it's very well done. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. Yeah, it does. It looks. It's, it looks is it two? It is it two stories, or is like the upstairs elevator? Is that on the other? Yeah, side? no, that's it's just one story. The, the upstairs and the hallways and the the hotel and stuff are another another stage. Hmm. But it's it's. I mean, they, they they did a really nice job building that thing. Yeah, I mean, it looks so real. Yeah. Yeah, you walk on it at night when all the lights are on. You think you're you're right there in Fremont Street. It's In really Vegas. cool. It's really cool. When did you guys wrap? Um, end of March. Okay, I think end of March. End yeah. of March. Mm-hmm. Last week in March. Okay. And so, tell us some about some of the stunts since the last time we spoke to you. So give us some more details of some of the stunts because there's more action now. We yeah. saw me crash the truck in mm-hmm. that episode. That was a that was a humdinger. <laughs> kind of rang my bell on that one. Oh, wow. You didn't. I didn't notice. I was driving. Jason was uh, driving the truck mm-hmm. that got T-boned, and uh, I was actually handcuffed. For real, see no. what? Wow. Yeah, because they were afraid that they were going to see. They, I mean, they were handcuffs. They would pop open, but the fact that it, it you kind of put a little pressure on them to pop them. Yeah. But I was driving the truck with my hands mm-hmm. in this position because I was handcuffed. Like he would, like he was driving. Yeah. So I had to drive this thing to, to 35 miles an hour and it hit my mark. So the other, so Lamb's truck had hit us and spin us around. And he tagged us good. Tagged us I'm glad it was on the passenger it side. Was it a, wasn't it me. Was a, it was a good shot. <laughs> it yeah. was a good shot. I mean, he broke the axle of the truck. And when you spin around, you see the, the wheels, like, turn. How, oh, wow. how fast were you guys going? I was going 35, and he was going 30. So it was about 65-mile-an-hour impact. I almost for a second didn't wow. think that Jason was actually handcuffed. I was kind of hoping that maybe Mia kind of, like, left him unlocked for him. No, because what happens after we get hit, Jason reached he, around and grabbed, grabbed the, the guy, grabbed Harry. It was his name, Harry, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they come pouring out of the truck. So he was handcuffed the whole time. Yeah. So it wasn't – she didn't fake it or anything. So you're just driving the truck on the truck scene? What's that? You were, yeah, you were just driving the truck. I was driving the truck and yeah. got T-boned when when Lamb came out Man. on the side street. Oh, how many how many shot how many times did you guys have to do it? Once. <laughs> Once they have like six trucks waiting. They're like, okay, we didn't get no, it right. We, we, we only had one truck to crash. So. Oh man, yeah, so you guys really to get it right. Oh, we yeah. timed it. We ran a couple of timers. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. To, to to get used to what was going on, and you know, mm-hmm. so did you wear a neck brace? I did not because they could totally see me. I had on a, a huge lap belt that we had strapped to the frame of the truck. That was the only thing I had, and I had some shin guards. No, I didn't have shin guards because I had a port because we did all the thing in one shot. So I yeah. didn't even have that. I had knee pads on underneath my jeans. That's all I had. That's all I had. Wow. This dude is Mister <laughs> Tough, Invincible over here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, no, that's no. We're not. That's funny because you guys say everybody <laughs> says that about stunt guys that we're so tough. And we were on set one time and. And uh, everybody's crowded around this 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 box, this Tupperware big Tupperware box. And nosy Steve wants to come over and see what's going on, right? And so I come in, it's Jason and a couple other people, and I I stick my head in there. What are you guys looking at? And they had two big rattlesnakes, and I'm just like, and I jumped and I just ran. I'd walk away as quick as I could. And Jason's like, "What's the matter?" I said, it's "Snakes. I'm out of here." <laughs> he makes fun of me now all the time. Snakes? Really? You're afraid of snakes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Like, yeah. Rattlesnakes. Yeah. And Quaid was the last week when we had the bull. Did you see last week's episode with yeah. the, uh, with yeah, the yeah, bull yeah. on the street? Yeah. I was standing there, and that bull was coming right. I mean, literally got from me to you with those big horns. And I'm like, when can I go? When can I get away from this thing? I was like, I had to wait till I was told. 
because Dennis was up on his on, on a horse. His horse. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, when he told Lamb, to, he told Jack to go around and, you know, tip the, the trailer back over. Mm-hmm. He says, you go. So I could get up on the sidewalk and go. I'm like, go. Can, can I go? Can I go? This thing's getting closer. Can I get this thing? And he made fun of me. Oh, nice. Come on, Rizzo. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's just a steer. I said, yeah, but I'm a city boy. I'm used to buses and taxi cabs. <laughs> <laughs> Steer, this big steer thing coming at me is not not what I'm talking about. But we don't use livestock for transportation. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. So, do they have like an animal? I mean, yeah, they yeah. do have an animal trainer or somebody who controls. Yeah, there's a horse wrangler, and he was in charge of the steer that episode last week. But was the steer well trained? He was actually pretty calm. Uh-huh. But you know, it's 1,500 pounds with these huge horns. That's coming. still like yeah. kind of intimidating. It's, yeah, it was very intimidating. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather stand in front of a car to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> what were the extras? Were they? Was everyone pretty? Well, calm? they had what they had done is they had. If you watch the scene again, they had parked all the cars real close together. Oh, yeah, so along the, the sidewalks. The so the all the background were on the sidewalk behind the cars. I mean, the steer wasn't going to go through the cars or anything, but there was just enough room for me to squeak between a car, the cars, and get up on the sidewalk. Because you see so. those tapes from like Spain. And they yeah. sometimes jump up into the stands. Oh, like, yeah, easily yeah. could jump over a car. Like, Great. to me, it's like, they could jump. That thing could jump. I mean, but well, I, they it, originally wanted to use a live, a real bull, a 200, a 2,000 pound bull. And they said it was just too nasty. We couldn't, we, yeah. we couldn't do it to you guys. So they brought the steer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, right. Whatever. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> I think. You guys do okay. I want to go a, a little more into the whole stunt. Okay, so you you as a stunt coordinator, how do you prepare for the the stage, the the stage, the moving, and all that? Because you know, like if someone is like a you know dancer, choreography, you know, maybe they're like in a mirror and they're kind of going over like certain steps. Mm-hmm. Like when you're the stunt coordinator, how do you how do you plan? Do you look in the mirror? Or are you kind of like walking and talking to yourself kind of making sure that like you know you're this person and then that you have a you know how, how does that work well a lot of times no i made clear i'm not the coordinator of the show everybody everybody works differently um but when i break down a script i'll read it and sometimes you're given the action it's actually some people will actually write the action in into the script yeah. some people will just write car chase and that's all you get. So now, you know, oh, wow. you've got to put, you know, everything mm-hmm. together. And what I'll do is I'll come in bigger and I'll I'll bring in, you know, all everything I can yeah. and have them back me off. It's easier to pull away and take stuff away than it is to add stuff. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on the writing. I mean, like I said, like I said, sometimes it's written right there for you, you know, beat, almost beat for beat. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you don't get anything and you just have to create it. As you, as you do, and you, you take notes. And when I'm writing down a script, I, I write notes on the side, and I write notes on my pad, and I you know who I'm going to need, what I'm going to want to do, and this kind of thing. And if I don't have anything to go off of, I'll I'll just I'll develop it right there, you know, almost write it write the scene for them. So what about Vegas? Do you have any uh, opinion or input on? how the stunts are to go or is the coordinator mm-hmm. kind of just tells you this is what you're going to do no pretty much he tells me what we're going to do and uh-huh. but if i mean obviously if it's anything that i feel is unsafe or i feel un- uncomfortable with i'll speak up but right. it's but this guy's really good he's been around for years i totally trust him and you know i don't second guess anything you know if he says if he wants me to do something i just go ahead and do it mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have a particular project that you're watching and i know it was on a show that uh, me and bam just did we just saw there was a chase scene Mm. And the cop tackled the perp, uh, the perp, and they tumbled down some stairs. And you could totally see the, the st- stunt person mm-hmm. that's in a, the scene. That's so a, what happens. You saw the you saw the stunt double's face. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So what? Ha- so what particularly happens? Because like, sometimes you see productions, and you see the final. When you see the final cut, you see. Mm-hmm. The, you can see the stunt person sometimes because well, a lot of times they'll shoot and because I, I like to do it as a stunt coordinator I'll shoot things with more than two cameras if I can I'd, I'd like to have at least two cameras because mm-hmm. that way you you do particularly if you're doing a fight yeah. I'll do I'll do a big old master fight with the stunt doubles and then I'll go and punch in and get close ups of the actual actors doing the fight so then when they get to the editing they have something that they can put together and yeah. you know far away you're not going to see anybody's face but you know you still want to see the actors doing it right. so it gives you a nice little a nice blend when you can do when you can use both um but if you're stuck with one camera it's kind of tough to so that's to get what away. it is okay yeah so it's usually they might have just been stuck with one camera they could have been yeah. Them. yeah okay because sometimes you're like there have to they have to know 
Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you just can't get away from it either. Right. It, it, depending, even if you have two cameras, you, you know, somebody's face is going to be seen. I mean, my face has been seen, but your face I, is being seen right now, Steve Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my face, my face has been seen. So, but maybe it's because I know what's going on. Right. You know? yeah. Maybe because I know what's what 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 the day was. I know what I was doing. I know exactly what's going on. So, you know, maybe to the to the to the average person who doesn't who's not in the business, right. they don't see it. I mean, I don't know. Anybody call any callers out there want to call in and, and, and count and prove me wrong, I guess. I don't. You, you know. guys have seen Steve's face. If you've seen my face. <laughs> Where's Waldo? On, on Vegas. I've had. Let me know. I've only been able to recognize your face by by pausing and then just kind of like That's hitting how I do it, it and, yeah. and slow mo and then I realize it's you but you know if I was a stunt guy I'd be trying to see you'd be, I'd be, be tumbling and then I'd just be like the camera's like, oh, 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 this way. Oh, oh, oh. okay wait 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 can't do that <laughs> I'd be the worst stunt guy <laughs> fired like that I'd be like uh, get out of here get out his face is in the shot I can't use it can't use it no 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 don't stop the catering just get out just <laughs> keep on moving I want to step away just uh, away from stunt just for a second because last time that you were here, you were getting ready to embark on track season and with mm-hmm. the hurdles, and mm-hmm. so I saw some pics of you competing. Mm-hmm. And so, how how did that go for you? It's going it's going okay. Um, I've been battling injuries, but simply because I'm, you know, going on forty six years old. So, and uh, I re- I recently became friends with the European champion in in England. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the age group above me. He's fifty. He's fifty to fifty four, fifty five, oh. and uh, but he's he said the biggest thing is injury management. So mm-hmm. I took that into consideration because I was I was uh, what I was doing is I was overtraining. I mm-hmm. thought I was like, I could train like a twenty year old, and you just can't. Yeah, you just can't. Um, but it's going it's going good. So I've I've rearranged my workout schedule. I took some time off because of some injuries that I had developed, uh-huh. and um, so I've I've got a couple of meets under my belt right now. I'm sitting number one in the country in the four hundred meter hurdles. What's your What's your best time so far? Uh, Sixty eight oh three. Nice. I ran a, a sixty five a couple of weeks ago where I got disqualified. <clears throat> did you? I did. I jump out. You hit I, I, did you step out of your lane? No, I hit. I, I apparently you're not allowed to obliviate the last hurdle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't just run through it. Yeah. And uh, I hit the one before, it, and then I hit the. And as soon as I hit the, the one before it, throws you off. And I'm like in the back of my mind, I went, oh, they're now they're eyeballing me because as soon as you as soon as you knock one over, they're like, uh. Eh. You know, right. and then so then I just I was exhausted, and I was just I just ran out of gas, and I just nailed that, and I, so I knew it was coming, mm-hmm. yeah. and it happened. But you know, it, it it is what it is, and you move on. And I have uh, I have a meet uh, May twelfth, and then I have two Masters Championships in June. So sitting number yeah, one in the hurdles and number two in the long jump in the country right now. Really? So, Congrats yeah. to that. Number two in the long jump. What are you jumping? Almost nineteen feet. So like oh, 18, wow. 18, eight and a half. What do you find the difference between when you, when you trained in your body when you were younger that is an advantage now besides the experience, like, just physically? Like, do you find any physical advantages? No. There's less <laughs> physical advantages. Because most of my meets that I go to, I race against college guys. Oh, because wow. there's only a handful of masters meets, you know, throughout yeah. the season. So if I got to if I got to get times, I got to go to these open meets and I got to race against guys that are, you know, running 51, 52, 53 and I'm like, you know. <laughs> okay. So, you know some I, okay, I don't I mean this in the nicest way, but you know sometimes when at the at the meets how there's that person who's not going so fast do they like ever recognize and say like oh you know give it up for steve rizzo 46 year old guy no no they don't give a crap (laughs) (laughs) they don't care no because the last the last time i ran it was the meet was so big and it was all college guys Mm. and you know nobody knew who i was i was just there to get i was just there to get times that i can put you know in, in the masters division, so yeah. that's the only reason. Okay. I did ra- I did meet I did meet and race against some uh, Paralympic guys from the from the London Games. Mm-hmm. I met um, Blake Leeper, who won a bronze medal and a silver medal in the London Games in uh, in August. And uh, so I did get to meet some of those guys. There was uh, a blind sprinter. Uh, he ran the hundred blind sprinter. Yes, I was like, I've I, met so him I, before. Yeah, I stood there and go, "How is this going to work?" He he gets in the blocks with. Like his guide is next to him, mm-hmm. and they they hold on to a tether, yeah, uh-huh. like a like a piece of webbing, and that's yeah. how they run. He ran the hundred, he ran the four hundred. He's one of the fastest guys in in the world. Yeah, they, wait, they do what? I they, hang, they hang on to he yeah. hangs on to his guide. 
So his guy yeah. has to run just as yeah. fast as him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So if the if the if the the blind young if the blind young man is in lane four, then his partner five. is in five, right. and they have these things that attach to him, and they both get in the blocks. Yep. And it's, it's some way that they practice because yeah. you know runners take your marks set. Yeah. And so I think he feels off and reacts to him, and so is this on YouTube? I have got to see There was that. a blind long jumper that was in my flight uh, the last meet I was in, mm-hmm. which was fascinating to watch. I think that's a little easier, though. Because well, the person that, doesn't that's have all, to jump. That's they all have steps. to run down. Yeah. No, no, but, but because, like, like you, even, like, you it's know, all, you know it's he, all... It's all steps, yes, yeah. but he also had a... He also had a... Um, uh, his guide was at the end, and he was he was calling out cadence. So the oh, guy, like okay, a, okay. Like so a, kinda, almost like okay. a musician. Right. He'd say, one, two, go, 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 go. And, and the closer he got to the guy's voice, he knew he was getting to the board. Yeah. Right. That's when he would yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah. And it was just fascinating to watch. And I gave this guy oh. so much credit. It was unbelievable to watch. That's amazing. Yeah, it, really makes you, yeah. it really makes you, you know, think twice about, man, I'm complaining. You yeah. know? That's crazy. Okay. But no, okay, wait, okay, hold on. Here, here's, here's my question. If you run the 100, let's say you're like the fastest guy in the world and you're blind, right? Wouldn't your guide be the fastest guy in the world too? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, no, really, no. <laughs> really. Because it's the tenant, the tenant's only like, like, like you know, it's right? It's only like, like that. Like, so right you have to be like, like, you literally have to be number one or number two. Like, you, you know, like you're do like you let, one. Do you let him win? Yeah, <laughs> like, do you, you know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. I'm just. I mean, it's 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 great, you know. I just want to know the Makes, lo- it's, logistics it's a of everything. Question. That's, that's a logical. A question. That's a logical. I think the guy, saying. the blind guy, ran. Um, I want to say like eleven one, eleven two. Mm-hmm. That's quick. It's well, fast. Yeah. Well, I want to know quickly before we go. I want to know about uh, your film. You were writing and and you were in the process. Yes. Of what's, your going film. yes what's going on with that? Yes. It's it went to one of the in-house writers of the production company to tweak some character development mm-hmm. because I, I took it as far as I could go with with the writing experience that I have, and uh, they liked all the action. They're not changing into the action. They want to change some of the. They want to. They want to uh, beef up the character development a mm-hmm. little bit. And like, sure, as long as the story doesn't change, do what you guys want to do. So that's where it's sitting right now. So hopefully, you know, by midsummer. It should be firing that up. It's horror, right? <laughs> it's a slasher, old okay. school slasher, yeah. Old school slasher. Old school slasher, that's how I grew up. You can't lose with this horror movies. You can't. Right. No. Horror Jason movie. 38. What's that? Jason 38. You <laughs> can never lose. Dude, you can't. Horror uh, is a, a character all within itself. You're, you're, you're yeah. golden with that. So it's a new character, new horror character you know, that I, that I kind of came up with. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see, what, we'll see what happens. Going back to Vegas real quick, mm. what do you think about the move to Friday? Because we didn't talk about that. Mm. I like. See, I always thought it didn't need to be. It didn't need to be a 10 p.m. show. Yeah, it could totally be a night. It could be an 8 p.m. show. I thought, honestly, yeah, it can. It can. Um, be. But the fact that they moved it to Fridays right after Blue Bloods, which is a huge, a huge successful show. Yeah. Um, I think it was a great move. Okay. I think it was a great move. Okay. So, we'll find out. Yeah. We're all see. you know sitting with bated breath. Come on, yeah, people! We, everybody, tune into Vegas. Come on. Because we talked to Amy about that last week. Did she, yeah. what did she think? She wasn't. She was like kind of up in the air about it. Up in the air about it. Is really? that right? What did she say? Did she was she was kind of up in the air about? Well, I basically asked her what were the chances because normally when shows go to Friday, sometimes that's like TV suicide. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. And so, it I, is. And, some, and so I asked her, you know, does that mean that they're on the cusp of of being canceled? And she said, you know. Uh, she didn't think so, and and I asked if they would be renewed for a second season, and she said, you know, they don't really know. So yeah. I think it will get renewed, and I think actually it'd be great if they if they started in the winter and just run it straight through. They need to, mm-hmm. yes, they need yeah. to. They need to not. Yeah. They need to not break it up. I think they lose because they did that with another show that I did with Jason. They went. They shot. We shot. They they aired nine episodes and then went hiatus for two months. You talking about Life on Mars? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and then when they came back, they left on a cliffhanger. When they came back, they didn't address the cliffhanger. So I think it left a lot of the fans. In fact, it did leave a lot of the fans because I saw some of the message boards of you know what's going on, what happened, where, yeah. where, what, 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 what. Too many questions. Right. And I think if it goes away too long, especially a new show, if mm-hmm. it goes away too long, it it needs to get its feet. Yeah. It needs yeah. to get its feet. Every show needs to get its feet. I mean, Blue Bloods didn't have real good ratings in their mm-hmm. first season. Yeah. Right. But it came back, and now it's it's a very strong show right now mm-hmm. in the lineup. And, so yeah, and I think it's, it's good, good because there are people yeah. there are people who actually watch TV on Friday or you have DVR now, mm-hmm. and so I think it works. Yeah, no, I think it, I think Friday's a great spot for it yeah. at 9 p.m. Yeah, absolutely. So it's check Friday's, it out. It's 9 p.m. Friday two more, Vegas. two more episodes left. Two, two more, more episodes. That's okay, it. so let's go to. Do you have any news and gossip? 
Wait, do we? <laughs> I mean, go ahead and run it after the TV news. Well, the ratings are doing very well. Mm-hmm. It's doing very well. And I might add, because at first I was upset that it was on, on Tuesdays and how they moved it, how they put Golden Boy. Golden Boy is doing the same ratings-wise yep. as Vegas is doing. So, CBS. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Give him that Aunt and Jemima. You I know just, what you did, boy. CBS stands for "Cause Bam Said." You gonna okay. do 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 Vegas dirty? I was I didn't like it at first, but yeah. So the ratings are doing great. So, yep. They did, I heard uh, this last episode ratings came up a little bit. So nice. That's good, good to know. Well, let's move right on to predictions then. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so we got two episodes left, and there's a lot of action that we saw coming up in the next the following two weeks before yep. the finale. A lot of explosions, a lot of fighting, a lot of gunshots, a lot of a lot of stunts, a lot of drama, a lot of stunts. Exactly. I'm not gonna make a prediction this week because. There's someone here in the room who makes really good predictions, and they're always right. So I feel like there's really no point in me having a prediction. So go ahead, Nick. But I'm not here every week. So, So Nick, go ahead and tell us you told us so. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I I don't have to say it. You know, CBS said it for me. But um, (laughs) I think think that this next week, you know, we already really kind of know what's going to happen based off off of the clips. But, you know... Off the tail end of this episode, you know, me and and uh, Jack, of course, really get together, and I think this is really going to be like like a strong bond, and so they're really going to get together, and you know, possibly wedding bells or allude to you know a because uh, we did see a ring, so they could yeah. allude to an engagement, and then you know with the uh, I wasn't say Amy, but with uh, Yvonne and uh, Dixon. Um, you know, like this is little last like in the wedding thing, you know, mm-hmm. again right. brought them closer. So, you yeah. know, they're gonna be you know, and then all we need is just for a Catherine and uh and a Ralph to Yeah, Ralph needs yeah. to pick up the uh pick up the slack there. He's, he's, yeah. he's falling so, behind. I don't know. think he's gonna have time with this war that's about to take place in the next couple of weeks. That's true. But and, you know, and, you him know. and him and Savino they will tag team up and, you know, protect Vegas, I guess, from these uh these dirty ranchers. These rancher hooligans. Yeah. Mr. Rizzo, can yeah. you give us some predictions, <laughs> tidbits of what um, to expect? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was like, I know okay. too much. I yeah, try. I too much. He's like, I can't slip up. I ain't risking my job for you fools. <laughs> well, my prediction is we'll be back here next week for episode 20. <laughs> of the first season of CBS's Vegas. want to give big shout-outs and thank you, Steve Rizzo, Stuntman, for CBS's Vegas for being here and gracing us with all this uh, lovely inside information, but not too much. Thanks for having me. Yes, and uh, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Steve Rizzo underscore, and I'm also on Facebook, so come on out and uh, friend me on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll chat. You have Instagram? I'm not on Instagram. Start an Instagram so you can put pictures from the set on there. Too much information (laughs) from my little head. My daughter says, you got to get Instagram. Too much. Too much. See? You need Instagram. We'll hopefully see Steve Rizzo with Instagram sometime very soon. So, Nick, where can we find you? You can find me all of the internet, including Instagram, <laughs> at the Nick Perdue. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Bam Erickson or Big Six Entertainment. And you can find me at Club Thaddeus, Twitter, Instagram, and GQJedi.com, GQJEDI. Until next time, after buzzers. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.